Welcome to the Two Nutrition Gals in a Mic podcast with Kim and Suzanne. Kim is a registered dietitian and Suzanne is a certified functional nutrition coach. We're two nutrition professionals with a passion for educating folks about the power that diet and lifestyle choices have on our mental and physical wellness. Our goal for this podcast is to provide information about common and sometimes not so common health and wellness issues and provide a perspective that may differ somewhat from what we've learned from conventional medicine. It's pretty informal, sometimes a little goofy, but always informative. That we can promise. Keep in mind, though, this podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not meant to treat, diagnose, or replace medical care. That being said, let's dive into our next episode. Welcome back, everyone. Um, Today, what is it? Number... Oh, geez. Eight? Nine? Nine. I think it's nine. Yep. Um, yeah, nine hours, basically. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of time. That's a lot of Kim and Suzanne. <laughs> anyway, we hope you're enjoying it, and uh, we're going to carry on with our ways to improve our energy. Yep. Um, the last one here is a big one, stress. Talking about stress. And how that can affect your energy levels, and maybe some suggestions on how to help improve it. Which really are important these days, given, um, well, given our COVID situation right now has gone from bad to worse. Right. Uh, yeah, much worse than it was this time last week. We yeah. thought it was bad last week. Yeah. Much worse. So, I mean, stress could, I can tell you how personally I feel extremely stressed these days. The irritation at being in this spot this far into it, but just the way it is, there's nothing... You know, there's nothing you can do about it. That's what I find. That's what I find stressful. Yeah. Is there's no, I can't fix it. Being the control freak that I am, I like to fix things. Yeah. It's time, patience. Oh, absolutely. What you're supposed to do. No, no. And and we'll get there. But managing your stress. Right, right. So that's again <laughs> why this is such an important, even for the folks that are kind of on the outside, or the other side of COVID more so. Um, there's it's still. It's still causing grief for people in the sense that it is stressful. The whole thing is stressful. The worry, the mm. the restrictions, the um, the health implications that come if you yeah. if you have and it. the so, unknown. You just right. don't know. Right. Am I right. going to be one that gets really sick? Am I going to have no symptoms? Who knows? Right. So all of those things cause a huge amount of stress. And again, stress is something that everybody. There's not a person on the planet who does not deal no. with stress or no. does not have. Issues with stress. It's true. Children, elderly, and everywhere in between. Right. And I think as time goes on, um, certainly the difference between this day and age and 50, 60 years ago, um, everybody still had stress, but it was different. It didn't have the same kind of effects. It wasn't as constant. There's so much information and sources of information with social media and the internet, and everybody has access to it. So... You know, you don't even get that reprieve in the day when you're at work away from what's going on in the world. You you know, you used to be, you'd come home and read the paper or watch the news and that would be it. And turn off. Yeah. I was reading a book on stress yesterday and and the the author talked about how Sundays were a day of rest. You know, you didn't check your emails. You didn't didn't talk to people in the office. You didn't go and buy things. You couldn't hop online and shop. No. Let alone going to the stores and shop. It was, it's just a constant, constant. So when I first moved here, that's 20 years ago, there was no Sunday shopping. And I remember Sunday shopping in Calgary, like as a teenager. So Nova Scotia had it figured out for a long time. They did. Well, when we, because we had been in New Hampshire and I thought it was a dream to be able to shop I know. on Sundays. Uh, yeah. It's, um, and even in Ottawa when we were there, same thing. But again, it's not, those are all things that add never being able to turn off. And we can still, I mean, we don't have to shop on Sunday. We can turn things off on Sunday, but we don't. It's wicked hard. Wicked hard. Wicked hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it, so yeah, so we thought that Again, it's a great thing to finish up with, given where everybody is right now, and just in general, even if we weren't going through COVID. Stress has such a huge effect on everybody. Um, I read a stat that 75 to 90% of all doctor's visits are stress-related illnesses. 
So they're not going because they're stressed. They're going because it's manifested in yeah. in one form or another. The consequences Absolutely. of stress not being managed has now created disease and illness. Right. Yeah. And it's only getting worse, as I said. Only so, getting worse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, just a little bit about uh, why stress sucks the life out of us. You know, why does it deplete our energy? Uh, and simply put, basically, it puts us in a perpetual state of, or a continuous state of fight or flight. And this this fight or flight is, you know, that's the you know, the feeling we have that we need to either we need to get out of the situation or we need to you know end it because we're going to fight. Yeah, that that is an actual that activates the sympathetic nervous system, which has us on high alert. And when we're in that fight or flight state. The body generates a whole lot of uh, stress hormones and chemicals that are aimed at keeping us alive. Yeah, right? so that you have the resources you need, whether you're going to run away for your life or fight for your life. Right, right. They use they often use the analogy of the tiger. Right. Yeah. So you're either going to fight the tiger or you're going to run like hell to yeah. get away from the tiger. But the the problem with that is that our when so let's say you are running from a tiger. And you have all of those stress chemicals and hormones ready to roll and your body's good. You run from the tiger or you have the fight. Well, hopefully you don't have the fight. But um, So what, when you do that, when you go through that exercise, the, those chemicals are used up in the body, right? But most of the time our stress these days, it puts us in that state as though we need to fight for our lives. Yeah. But we actually don't. No. Right? You had a bad meeting at work or... Yeah. You drop something in the grocery store, or somebody you're sitting in traffic. You got to manage all your kids' schedules and totally. get them everywhere on time. And Absolutely, there's traffic, and yeah, right. So you're in this heightened state of fight or flight. All of these chemicals and hormones are going; they're they're ready at the ready to save your life. But that's not a life threatening thing, so they actually don't get used up and depleted. And then the next hour. You have another thing that happens, or the next day you have another thing, and when they build up in the body, they actually can um, they can cause damage. Mm-hmm. That's when some of these issues um, that folks will go to the doctor for, lots of times, that's where they're coming from. Just yeah. a, a chronic stress that just isn't depleted, or or um, what is it like? Just managed, right? That that's if it's if it's constant and it keeps going got to go somewhere so yeah. again it comes yeah. out in illness and other issues and not just illness i suppose but other issues as well so some of the things that um you might notice that you don't really necessarily equate to stress stress yeah. uh, digestion is one of them and that's that's another whole podcast but it is something that oftentimes when people have a great deal of stress in their lives they'll find that they have issues with constipation even diarrhea mm-hmm. um, nausea nausea heartburn yeah um feeling just like your food gas and bloating yeah the, the, all those things are very close to i'm someone like that I'm when my stomach gets upset really yeah. when you're stressed out again that but I, I couldn't have a big wedding because really is that why part of it yeah oh, i didn't know that yeah because I'd be sick all day. I knew I would. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I have a feeling that I want to run when things like that happen. But Oh, yeah, that um, too. Yeah. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so those, and those are important things. Again, we've talked about digestion a little bit, but we've talked about uh, constipation and, and the ramifications of those things. So that's just a little bit of how stress can kind of manifest into an actual physical. I think a lot of us don't. My personal opinion is that we don't pay enough t- attention to the stress we have in terms of our overall health. Well, it just becomes second nature. You know, it's kind of like the, what we talked about sleep last week. If yeah. you're used to getting four hours sleep, you're not maybe looking at it that I need more and could feel exactly. better. It's just... Well, I'm doing it. Life. I'm getting through it. Right. And, Every, and that's yeah. exactly... Well, it's just the way it is. What can I do about it? Yeah. Right? So we're going to help you out there. But... Uh, a little later. Uh, but yeah, so that, and then there's also things like high blood pressure, right? The yep. cardiovascular system oh, is affected. Just even, about everything. I mean, people, when they're stressed out, they'll, 
they've, they've gone to emerge thinking they're having a heart attack. Yeah. Right? And it's just a panic attack because, again... Of the stress. Too hormones, much. Yeah. yeah. And all the physical symptoms that well, come Well, it's with getting it. your heart rate ramped up because you're going to fight or you're gonna flight. And exactly. then you don't. And you're wondering why your heart rate's all ramped up. And yeah. you think you're having a heart attack. Right. Because, realistically, you're looking around saying it must be something else. It can't be because of this minor little thing that has me a little bit stressed out yeah but and it doesn't necessarily happen right away no it's more cumulative exactly over time again chronic all of the chronic kind of issues so um yeah so that, that that's kind of what happens in the body and why it sucks the life out of us and then just getting back to energy specifically when you're ready to fight that tiger or fight for your life or run for your life if you're in that state it takes energy to stay in that state. Yeah. Right? Your body has you revved up. Oh, yeah. Lots of energy. Ready to save it. Um, it takes a lot of energy. It slows everything else that's not required to maintain life in that in that situation. Yeah. So that's exhausting yeah. on the body. And again, you, cumul- you, you add that up cumulatively over... That's a hard word to say. Over time... Um, it's no. It's really no wonder that we find ourselves feeling exhausted and, you know, no energy. Well, and that's what's supposed to happen. That if you just ran for your life, your body's saying, "Okay, now, yeah, you need to stop need and some. relax and slow down." But we never do that. No. So there's never that recovery. No, no, not certainly not enough. Not, not without enough. a forced, yeah, concentrated effort. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So what are some of the things that, um, some of the signs, some of the other signs maybe of too many, too much stress? So um, the symptoms of stress are physical, emotional, cognitive, and behavioral. And when I say it covers just about everything, it's true. Um, It can affect all aspects of your life, including those four things I mentioned. Um, no part of the body is immune. So yeah. if it's not you, just your brain. No. Right? I think we think it's just hard in the head, but it's, it's not. And the thing with stress, which we talked on a little bit, um, people handle it differently. And so the symptoms of stress can vary from person to person. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes you stressed out may not make me stressed out. So just something to be aware of. Um, symptoms can be vague and may mimic those by caused by medical conditions. Something else, yeah. Um, so, you know, fatigue. Huh? Yeah. Just about. <laughs> yeah, almost everything causes everything fatigue. Everything causes fatigue. But maybe some of the things that are less known, um, frequent colds and infections. Yeah. So it really does affect your immune system, and therefore it doesn't have the ability it needs to fight off even minor minor infections, and you become ill more often um that's a big one right now going through what i was you know the physical symptoms i think you know you talked about the digestion aches and pains insomnia obviously even even aches and pains i don't know that people necessarily attribute that or would attribute that to stress tense muscles if you think when you're stressed out if you are cognitively aware that you're suddenly stressed out if you just take a snapshot of your body and how you feel you will notice you're probably clenching your jaw yeah you're for sure you know your shoulders are up by your ears yeah people used to tell me relax your shoulders and i tell them they were relaxed but they were really almost touching my ears yeah so that that's wear and tear on your muscles and joints so um they're not made to be constantly flexed and and stimulated not at all no emotional symptoms so if you're easily agitated frustrated or moody um you're feeling overwhelmed you know like you're losing control having difficulty relaxing and quieting your mind that's a big that's me me, for sure even things like feeling bad about yourself, um, low self-esteem, lonely, worthlessness, and depressed. I mean, if you're under chronic stress all the time, those feelings may creep in. Yeah. And, you know, if you have those feelings, maybe if you reduce your stress, those might improve. Certainly not the only reason people have those feelings. No, no, but, no, no, no. But I think that stress um, can be a huge factor. Avoiding others. So if you find yourself avoiding social interactions 
because, you know, you're not feeling well, then, you know, it might be stress at the cause of all of that. Cognitive symptoms is forgetfulness, disorganization, inability to focus, poor judgment, being pessimistic. Yeah. Just about everything. Yeah, again, (laughs) it could be anything. Behavioral symptoms, changes in appetite that could be increase or decrease. Um, Procrastinating and avoiding responsibilities. Increased use of alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, and exhibiting more nervous behaviors such as nail biting, fidgeting, and pacing. So those are all uh, symptoms that can be related to stress. And most of those are not positive at all. So... If you find that some of those symptoms ring true to you, then it might require to sit down and have a real close look as to what's going on. But again, because these are so vague and can be applied to many other things, you definitely don't want to ignore these symptoms. No. Um, So... You know, if if you if they're if they're constant, right? right? So if you over the overwhelm, I know that was that was a big one for me for years when my kids were small. Yeah, um, I didn't recognize even what it was. Right, right. I think I heard something somewhere describe it. Me thinking. That's wow, me. that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, but in the meantime, without that, you were thinking, "Oh, I can't do this. Exactly. What's wrong with me?" Exactly. And, and, you know, putting more stress just, on yourself and just trying harder, which only adds to a your vicious stress, circle. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you need to um, just be mindful of some of these symptoms and uh, maybe take some of our suggestions coming up later on in this episode that might help you find ways to reduce the stress to see if those symptoms improve. Absolutely. So, as you'd expect from us again. There are foods you can eat <laughs> yeah. that will help lower your uh, your stress or how you feel or how stress is, is activated in your body or how it's how it's happening in there. So yeah. what do we got, so, Kim? Um, well, adopt a nutritious diet. There you go. <laughs> That's probably the number one. Again, yeah. people don't realize. Yeah. They don't realize that the crazy beneficial effects to eating properly yeah properly. and i think the benefit with stress is that if you have all your body systems your immune system and your digestive system and everything's firing on all cylinders then and you're supporting your brain properly. yeah the impact of that stress day to day will be less significant yeah. than um if you're not giving no. the body what it needs to run properly yeah. and the connection between your gut and your brain they call your gut your second brain and there's such a a direct connection there between what's going on in your gut and what goes on in your brain. So it absolutely can help. That's why really your number one thing to do in terms of managing stress is absolutely change your diet. If if it's not, if it needs to be right. If you're not, if it's not kind of tip top, then yes, absolutely. So to be a little more specific than just eat a nutritious diet, um, vitamin C in particular, that's a big um, one because Stress depletes vitamin C very, well, very and rapidly. It's, it's an antioxidant, so stress can, you know, create free radicals, free radicals in your body. So, you know, uh, vitamin C will help boost the immune system, and it actually can lower the levels of cortisol, the stress hormone. Mm. And it's really good for your adrenals. Help regulate your blood pressure during high anxiety situations. And vitamin C, I mean, that's an easy one to get. Yep. You easy. can, yeah. It's easy to get. It's easy to supplement. It's yeah. safe to supplement Citrus for fruits, the most part. Supplementation, yeah. water soluble. You're not going to, you know, store it. No. So it's important too to take that throughout the day. Don't. It's good to get your amount that you want to get throughout the day, as opposed to trying to get yeah. it all at once. I think in the you morning. can say that just about about anything. Almost all. Of yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. Uh, complex carbohydrates or unrefined carbohydrates so the whole grains fruits and vegetables so eat your vegetables um can induce yeah can induce the brain to increase serotonin production and um that's kind of like the relaxing feel good hormone yeah Yeah. that will counterbalance some of those stress hormones um and it fruit and vegetables whole grains can also 
uh, stabilize your blood pressure. So if you've got a stable blood pressure and you're exposed to stress, the implications to your body will be less. Sure, sure. Yeah. And also those foods also help regulate your, or, or even out your blood sugar too, which yeah. is another thing that if it's going up and down and up and down, that affects your gut, it affects your adrenals, it affects a whole lot of things that can be, um, can make stress kind of come out as, as magnify stress, let's put it that way. Magnesium. So magnesium can help prevent headaches and fatigue that may be a result of uh, stress. That's one of the first things that I'll suggest to someone to try if they have migraines Yeah, is magnesium. Um, it's calming though. It's a relaxing. Yeah. yeah we talked about that yeah, I think, well, in every episode. I read a study that says sufficient magnesium intakes in the elderly has been shown to improve their sleep. Yeah. So we talked about sleep last week and the importance of it. We don't need to repeat all that, but um, sleep is critical to this picture and magnesium can help you get there. So you could supplement um, or, you know, eat lots of foods too yeah, though, that have spinach, leafy greens, salmon, soybeans, high. Nuts, right. yep. Yeah. Um, omega three fatty acids, which we've there also talked about. <laughs> so those fatty fishes, salmon, tuna, mackerel. Um, this is an important one, I think, to supplement. Which we talked about that a lot yeah, when we did that. Yeah, fats, no, this is one. Um, unless you're eating a lot of fish weekly, um, you probably need to supplement. Yeah. It's hard to get enough omega three if you're just eating the nuts and seeds. And it's that important that it's yeah. something that really should be. Um, so this omega threes also have been shown to reduce surges of stress hormones and. You know, as a bonus side effect, it helps protect against heart disease, depression, and premenstrual syndrome, which can all be made worse because of stress. Because of stress and or cause your stress to go higher. Yeah. Because of them, right? So it's that circle you keep talking about. Dark chocolate. Aha. Um, See, we told you to keep listening. (laughs) (laughs) So there's cocaia and cocoa? Yeah. Kekoa. So, yeah. yeah. So that's just the unrefined portion of the cocoa bean. Yeah, it's actually considered a superfood. Yeah. Because of its antioxidant, antioxidant yeah. properties. Um, but they've done studies and it actually improves your cognitive function and mood. Um, researchers found that daily dark chocolate consumption can be beneficial for individuals. Suffering from high levels of anxiety or stress. There so it's not all bad news. No. So it has to be 70% or higher. Of, Which does take some getting used to, I think. It can be bitter and they're, you know, not as sweet. But once you acquire the taste, yes. you will, I think, quite enjoy it. Yeah, it's um, really nice with with a glass of wine. wine. <laughs> not well, that I should be promoting that No, but if that's but what you need to do to unwind and relax. as long as you're not having a bottle yeah. all the time. But. Um, and comfort foods like oatmeal, believe it or not, right? Those kind of healthy comfort foods. Well, that's like a complex carb too, right? Oatmeal is one of the yes, ones nope. that are slower to it's, break um, down. So oatmeal in particular uh, reduce the levels of the stress hormones and can result in a boost in serotonin. So and again, all good things. Yeah. Lower cortisol, higher serotonin. Stimulates feelings of calmness. There. Right? So, so if you start, like if you get exposed to the stress, which, you know, most of our stress to. is not going to go away, no. but if you're from a position of rest, calm, you're going to handle that stress much differently than if you're going into it. Yeah. And and things like we again we talked about soothing things before bed something warm yeah like a tea or a warm oatmeal yeah and not necessarily before bed because well two that hours be going before bed. yeah as long as it's at least two hours before <laughs> but it is a soothing thing so um, something else to think about so herbal teas my favorite yeah, yeah. If you haven't gotten it yet um, they're very commonly effective. used for calming effect yes and reduce stress related insomnia anxiety or anger so chamomile is one of them that's i think fairly well known sure, yeah. most um it's often used to reduce stress induced symptoms such as insomnia and gastrointestinal disorders yeah again it's calming so it'll calm 
everything that's going on inside. And mint tea. I would not have thought of mint says as... It's commonly used to relieve stress and induce calmness. Peppermint's oils, relaxation, promoting properties on gastrointestinal tissue, and its pain control effects. Now, I do use peppermint. I don't use Advil for headaches. I use peppermint yeah, oil. Yeah, I've used that and too, and it's quite effective. effective. Me, yeah, I find... I was really actually very surprised that it worked. I don't... So I have... There's three more here that were on this list that I was researching, and I quite honestly have not heard of any three, either any of them. So, oh, I have barley tea, um, uh, relaxing the body, and it's that amino acid tryptophan that yep, we talked yep. about last week that relaxes. Yep. Uh, passion flower, that's a great um, one for sleep. Yep, nervous Valerian. tension. Oh, sorry, and anxiety. And valerian root. Valerian root which is really a, good. Is it? Yeah, okay. I really, can't speak to that because I'm, I'm not familiar with it. Yeah. So I've used um, the passion flower. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, other than a nice warm tea, I didn't notice a whole lot. Valerian root really very nicely calms the body. Um, Tulsi tea we talked about, I think last week, I think it was for sleep. Um Holy basil, Tulsi is holy mm. basil. That's a really great one for uh, for both sleep and relaxing. I have used that a lot. Um, daytime use, mostly I've used that one for. And what was the other one? There was one more that I was going to say. Lemon balm. Did I say that already? No. So lemon balm is another. Uh, I think the oil is actually Melissa. Is the if if you were to use an essential oil, yeah. I think they're the same. But you can get lemon balm tea, and it's a very calming. I had that one, actually, when I had to go for a root canal, which I ended up not having to get, thankfully. But it was suggested that I try lemon balm before okay. I go, because I was kind of worked up, up well, before, I left, before I went. I mean, it's been used for centuries. Well, exactly. So they're... You know, used effectively for years, yeah, right. Well, yeah. You, well, centuries, as you said. So before the evolution of all of the medical, yeah, or the pharmaceuticals that are now yeah. available, so they they work, right? Yeah. They may and not again, work as quickly, but we've we have talked about this before. Just be careful with the herbal teas because you know they can interact with some medications. Yep. So, so you just do need to be, make sure check with the pharmacist or your doctor if if you're concerned about that. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's food-wise what I have to suggest. So, Suzanne, in addition to eating properly, what else can we suggest to our listeners to reduce stress? Well, we have uh, lifestyle things that we can do, which I think a lot of these are are not so much common sense, but they're well-known. Um, some of them, but certainly the first one, my favorite, is... Uh, is meditation. That's my top recommendation for folks that are stressed. And I, I can't say, I don't think any of my clients, um, have not had something, some level of stress that was enough that I would suggest, um, I, I suggested to every single one of them, meditation is something that you should consider. Yeah. It took me a really, really long time to get into meditating. It's hard. It it's, takes practice it like takes everything. Practice. It really thing, does. My thing too was I don't have time. I don't have time. I yeah. don't have time to sit down. I can't take 10 minutes. Well, you don't need to take 10 minutes. You can take five minutes. Um, you can take an hour. You can do whatever you want. That's the benefit of it. But but meditating will actually, it it actually physically changes your brain. It, it changes things in your brain. It increases gray matter. It decreases the volume of um, the amygdala cells, so that um, the, then that's the area of the brain that reacts to stress and anxiety and fear. So, if that volume is smaller, then naturally your reaction to those things will be minimized. And it's um, well, well documented. Oh, there's, yeah. I'm I don't think there's anybody that would, would dispute the benefits of meditation. But I think that, again, for me, it was also very hokey. For years, yeah. I oh, thought, there's oh, that stigmatism it's a with it, for yeah, sure. I don't want to, and I don't do, I don't chant, I don't do a whole lot of things, but I will tell you with every fiber of my being that if you, 
are, well, I don't think you need to be stressed out. I don't think you need to be overly stressed to benefit from meditation. No. I think it's something every person should do. And I've tried to get my kids on the kick as well um, because I would love for them to be able to do this on a regular basis so that when they have their children, their level of stress is lower than where mine was Yeah. when I had my kids, right? I just think it's really great for everybody. So... There are lots of there's there are apps I love. Um, what's the one I oh, suddenly can't remember the one I use? But there's Calm, Heads. Headspace. Yeah. That's the one I use. But also Insight Timer is a free app that has loads of meditations. But you can also search. Just yeah. Search right? YouTube there's, even. Right, tons of them, um, and you can also do some that. Don't you don't need guided meditations? You can do it on your own. Yeah. So I when have, you get good at it, oh, I absolutely. suggest guided it. Yeah, for you know until you get to good at it to start to be able to do it. But I did actually when I originally started, I used um, a method called uh, the Ziva technique, and it's not guided. So I was really kind of surprised. But I read there's a book. It's called um, Stress Less, Accomplish More. So that title was all I needed to grab the book, um, and I was really shocked at how effective it was and how easy it was to get into it um, given that it wasn't I was just starting and it wasn't a guided meditation so you do take it does take some time to find what you like find the voices that you like or not use them at all but cannot stress enough the difference in how I felt before and how much it's helped me uh, overall right so it's helped my stress level but it's helped my physical health as well yeah um, being outside every day. Um, 100%. So just touching back onto our past podcasts, uh, episodes, so sleep. So we're resetting that circadian rhythm, yeah. which is important to our, our sleep. So being outside will help with that. Yeah. And that good sleep helps reduce your stress. And also vitamin D. So if you get outside every day, you're getting some natural vitamin D. But, just another bonus. Um being outside, the fresh air, sun, or cloudy, rainy, whatever. Um, trees and the sounds of nature. Um, the, the smells. The smells. They have strong healing powers. Yeah. Um, it can improve your mood. It can boost your immune system and increase anti-cancer proteins. So, awesome. um when we combine nature with physical activity, it can help find, fight depression and anxiety. So I think we probably can all recognize that it feels great to be outside um so it's a great way to reduce your stress even if you do everything exactly the same in your day if you can just get outside it will be helpful yeah it will make a difference um forest bathing is basically what you know it's called i love this yeah so it just means to try and get out i mean it's called forest bathing but it wouldn't it just outside you you know if you can't get to a forest but it's like a slow almost meditative pace of walking around outside pay attention to what watch the leaves smell take your time and look around as you stroll along the path engage your senses and observe your surrounding stop every once in a while and sit look up and all around Stop and smell the roses, essentially, is what's going on. If you're mindfully looking at the color of the leaf or the bug on the rock, you're not thinking about your stress, and that in itself is healing. Yeah. You're being, Um, and you're also not so. You're you're here. You're in the moment, yeah. right? Being mindful is being in the moment. Which you're is not essentially worrying. what meditation is too. Hundred percent. Right? It's, it's a way that if you practice it, you can shut that mind off. For yeah, a minute. you're not worried about what might happen, or you're not upset about what already happened. You're just right in that moment. Mm. So, forest bathing can improve your mood, can improve healing, lowers blood pressure, improves focus, and it increases your feelings of happiness. Yeah. So. What do you got to lose? Absolutely. Give it a go. Especially this time of year, you can't get a better time of year to be forest bathing for sure. Yep. In my opinion. Yeah, it's hard if it, the well, weather doesn't cooperate. Right, but, but it's so it's such a perfect time. The smells and the sounds yeah. and yeah. The, it just it the the just the weather even, just that it's warmer, which is lovely. So um it, next on our list, gratitude journal. Ah, another one of my favorites. Yeah. This is another one of my recommendations to all of my clients because I've done it. I cannot believe how much it can change your mindset. So 
folks that are stressed out, oftentimes they're quite negative. Yeah. Um, and they get stuck in a, in a circle of thinking and negative and being upset about things. And, um, it, when you gratitude, when you take time out of your day every day, and again, this was a time thing for me that don't have time, don't have time, but I do it every morning. Lots of people do it before they go to bed. It's another wonderful way to end your day too. Just write down three things that you're grateful for. And it doesn't have to be huge things, right? I write down my coffee almost every morning, right? I'm just really grateful for my coffee or I'm grateful that I got outside for a walk or just simple little things. Grateful my favorite jeans are clean for Absolutely, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's no. true though, yeah. because if you, you don't have to, um, you know, it doesn't have to be humongous, awesome things, but if you can learn to find, uh, be gratitude, be gratitude, be grateful about the little things, then you'd be amazed at how much happier your life is. It just changes your mindset and it's not going to change your mindset after writing it down once. It's something I have been doing this for two years and I rarely miss a day. And at one point after a couple of months of doing it, I remember driving down the road all by myself in the car with a big smile on my face and not that I, I was an unhappy person, but it was it was just I noticed I had a smile when nobody was in the car. There was no reason. Yeah, well, we know. I mean, there's so many things out there that are negative and put stress on us: bills, news, COVID, name it. Um, Kids, right, right? School. So if you can, you know, switch your mind by writing down a few grateful things, and it does switch like chemically in your brain, things change. There Changes is a physical um, reaction to positivity so again it'll take practice and i'm started doing it and it feels awkward to me but uh i will stick with it and i do know just from my experience with doing other things that the more you do it the better you'll get it like everything else right but it really doesn't take very much time right again for me it was i I was always uh i don't have time i was off my you know, really stressed about not having enough time for what I had to do. So the last thing I wanted to do was add a few things. So the way I did it, I started getting up a half an hour earlier. So really it doesn't take, but you can do it before bed. It takes Mm. like five minutes. Yeah. Right. So it's just really, it's very effective and very, another simple thing, right? Simple to do, not necessarily easy to take your mind off the stressors in your day by just focusing on the on the good and it's beneficial even just that so um exercise oh that's that's a big one exercise um if for no other reason it pumps up your endorphins absolutely and um makes your body healthier so again you're able to manage those stressful situations better it helps to burn off those chemicals and hormones that we talked about that are generated in a stressful situation so exercise is a great way to use those up in the body so that you're, they're not sitting there building up. I've heard it referred to as medi- meditation in motion. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the thing you have to remember about exercise, uh, it helps with stress, but we're also stressing our body when we exercise. So it's really, really important not to overtrain or overdo it because yeah. you will cross the threshold of doing too much and then you're actually doing more harm than good that's something especially true if you're somebody who's in any kind of adrenal fatigue um if you exercise too hard you will push yourself further into yeah a state of of fatigue toward crashing so you want to make sure that you listen to your body when yeah. you do and i think as, as with everything we just we get impatient and we want to see results quickly so we go harder and harder and harder and the key is not to work so hard, but to work smart. So, you know, exercise regularly. The consistency is what is important. Um, But it can be be, just out for a walk. Yeah. Work in your, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it as your forest bathing per se, but go for, go for a half an hour walk or a 20 minute walk and then have a nice quiet stroll. Yeah. Yeah, You don't want to, it doesn't have, it doesn't replace one of those things, but 
And Both are equally important. You don't have to do it all at once. You can do small increments. You can walk on your lunch break. You can walk. Garden, right? Work yeah, in the garden. You could walk on your coffee break. So if you're not someone that likes to go out and walk for an hour, then break it up. Yeah, as long as you do it. Just and don't push yourself you do too it. hard. Get your body moving. Yep. So, Suzanne, reframing. Reframing is a big one that I'm trying to teach my kids because it's something that, again, it's it. this kind of goes hand in hand, I think, a little bit with the uh, gratitude journaling because mm-hmm. gratitude journaling helps you to reframe your mindset. But it's important when... Um, you if again if you're if you often have negative thoughts reframing those thoughts changing them so they become uh, a more positive outlook right if you're angry at the person who's cut you off in traffic when you're really mad that and then we've all been there right i try to i try to change it now of course my immediate reaction is to be a little angry by it but i try to look at it and say well maybe some maybe they're rushing to get home because there's something wrong with their kids yeah maybe they just didn't see me yeah. Right? Maybe they're not the a-hole. That For sure, they probably didn't off. do it to tick no, you off. So no, but our chill. immediate yeah. reaction is to yeah. do that. But if you can teach yourself, um, I'm now able to completely, as soon as I kind of go into that, it's now, again, because I've practiced it enough, it's an automatic that I tend to change into, I wonder what's happening, right? I wonder if there's something wrong. I wonder... Um, or just again, it was a mistake, right? So right. if you can just kind of pull those, change the perspective of your situation, yeah. not necessarily being such an awful thing. It's awful for you. It's so awful. It's not I've, about I've, you. It's funny because I've been the person cutting someone off because I didn't see them and I feel terrible. Well, and you almost want to stay. I, sorry, I didn't see you. They're, they're furious with me and it's like, oh, geez, I'm sorry. Like, Right, right. So, And you know that that's happened. Yeah. That, that happens in so many situations. But yeah. if you can just kind of... Um, it's it's not and it's not necessarily just seeing the good in the situation. It's just refocusing or re reframing your perspective on it. But that will make you less stressed. That will make yeah. you less angry, yeah. and it will make you healthier. So we talked about ruminating, and I definitely do that. And that is yeah. just thinking about it over and over and over again. Now I don't do it often, but if something bothers me, then it it really takes an effort. I uh, sometimes I'll say out loud, stop, yeah. stop it, stop. Because you have to do that to thinking stop Thinking about it, yeah. 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 And so, again, it's like reframing it Absolutely. or uh, the gratitude general. You're just training yourself to react differently. Because the only thing that's going to change out of the situation is its impact on you. So well, why not only, make it as positive as you absolutely. can? Absolutely. That's the only thing you can control. You can't control yeah. everything else, yeah. right? And the problem, I am somebody that struggled with that forever because I like to control things. So realizing you can't control certain things is stressful. Right. So if you're able to just make it so that you can let that go and not be... Again, so frustrated and angry and upset and have it go over and over again, it's not worth it. But no. you but it's something that you know, you've you've spent how many years reacting like this to certain situations. Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight. No. But you can teach yourself to change your perspective. Right. Yeah. Um doing yoga. So it kinda falls into the yeah. exercise mantra. But you know, the the deep breathing um part of yoga like kind of that controlled breathing it if nothing else you focus on that and you've stopped focusing on whatever it is that's bothering you or stressing you out but that deep breathing also puts the body and the brain into relaxation well it's your pair it activates your parasympathetic mode which is your rest and restore so that's it's very calming yeah very very useful um to you know, mitigate the effects of chronic stress. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did a 40 days uh, yoga thing. Um, and I had never done, I had done a couple yoga classes, but I hadn't done a whole lot. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that by the end of it, I couldn't believe how much, I couldn't believe how little of my lungs I used at the start compared to the end. I feel the same way. Um, I just thought it was, you know, it was a decent workout. Yeah. You work hard for sure. Oh, but yeah. 
Um, and actually, quite frankly, I find yoga can be a little bit boring. Um, so I don't actually love the yoga part of it, but I love how it makes me feel yeah. afterwards. And that's enough to keep me doing it. So, you know, and it can be free. You need a mat, oh. which are cheap. You can yeah. buy cheap ones and you can just go on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, and There's, you can use a towel. You don't even need a mat for no, that matter. You, tons but, of uh, YouTube videos on yoga. So, And you can pick your time length. Time so length, 15 what minutes, kind you want to do. Yeah. There's um, really no excuse to not try yoga because it's so accessible. Yeah, and for this one, when I did the 40 days, this is how this is how good it was. My kids, after about a week and a half, my children came and on their own, out of the blue, told me, you need to keep doing yoga. They couldn't believe the difference. <laughs> Mom, please go back to yoga. Well, no, but they, no, they I just... Know. I know, but it's true because, yeah. again, the reason I started doing it was that I was looking for ways I could I yeah. could manage my stress levels. And I will say this was that was one of the most successful ones for me, yeah. personally. But it's also... It is a good workout. It, it is, is a great exercise, oh, Strengthening, right? so, stretching, flexibility, all of and it. And especially as you get older. Yes. And it was one that... Um, it didn't bother my joint. It was great for my joints, yeah, right? So for my issues, it was perfect. Well, and you can even YouTube. If you've got a bad hip, you can say yoga for bad hips. Oh, it's good. Or, it's so like, you good. Can, you can pick the yoga session you want. Um, there's really, there is no excuse not yeah. to give it a try because they have every kind out there. I'll say, too, actually, beginner. just about the, um, that's the same for meditation. So I tend to not do that for meditation, but my husband will search if he's having, I can't think like meditation to help before a big trip or yeah. things like that. Yep. He will he'll search those and the same. Yeah, you can get any any Pick topic. Your time length. Yeah, so yeah. you're not committed to a half an hour session no. if you got ten minutes. You and can find one for ten minutes, right? And you can do yoga for bedtime, yoga yeah. to early morning. Yeah. There's so many, yeah. so many. And I think the we could go on, right? But yes. I think the last kind of final thing we should talk about is socializing. Absolutely, hard. probably a terrible time to talk yeah, about. It's hard to, but that's why this has been so difficult on people yes. is the isolation and and that socialization is critical to. Um, well, it's critical, particularly mental health. Mental health, and, um, but it, that co- that turns into stress. Uh, yeah, and, and physical that depression. Right? And the, yeah, so I I can relate. I think when things are not going the best in my life, I tend to isolate myself, um, which is not good. No, I, I do no, no. fight that and kind of force myself out, and I never regret it. That's the thing. Yes. Same with exercise. Well, you're never going to regret anything. If you try anything on this list yeah, that we're giving you... You're not going to regret you it. You won't. You'll regret if you don't start, right? Or if you start yeah. and then you drop it, you regret not doing things. That's what I find. We're not being dismissive to other habits because I have them. Oh, and please. if I stop kind of my routine, I revert back to those old habits and in a I second. It's really hard to get back into so, things too. So, you know, there's no judgment here at all. It's um, just trying to give you the information you need to be successful. It's don't be too hard on yourself and, you know. Just try. Um, try. Because really, and, and, and again, for me, I sound like a broken record, but I'll tell you, this stuff has changed my life and I never would have given it any credibility whatsoever before I tried it. So, um, and it's so important because, um, so I, that with autoimmune disease, there's a trigger, there's all kinds of things that kind of go together, but there's a trigger. That's what they've identified that there's always a trigger. And for me, I really believe stress was my trigger. And so that's a big deal. Like I never would have thought that stress could generate that kind of problem. Yeah. Right or physical issue, oh, um, and and I again very lucky. I'm very well controlled, but there are so many people that deal with all kinds of these things, and they're not. And stress makes everything you have going on worse. Yeah, health wise, right? Again, eliminating all the stress in your life is not necessarily going to cure no. you of everything you have, but. But well, it's impossible. You're not yeah, going to be able to eliminate no, it all. But it, but it should. To it can help it. manage symptoms. It, it, in most cases, I can't think of a condition that it would make it worse. No, and yeah. it will make you happier. Yeah. And being happier just naturally makes you healthier. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So again, those are, those are, the, it's, that's a long list, but I really think it's important. 
I think they're all super important things, and they're just, they're not that big. No, they're, they're not. not. They're no. not. Uh, Write a list down. Don't try and start everything the yeah, first no. day. Um, <laughs> pick, pick one that you think is very doable for you. Let's say meditation. Give yourself 10 or 15 minutes and try that for a week or two. And then maybe add in gratitude journaling after yeah. a week. Change your diet, exercise. I mean, you're never going to implement all of that. Quick, in a day. Yeah, or no. even in a week or Rome even in a month. Rome was not built in a day, right? You're kind of setting yourself <laughs> up for failure there. So patience, I think, is what we should be talking about yeah. too, regardless of what you're trying to change, whether it's health-wise, whether it's your sleep, how your, your kids stress. are acting. You yeah. need to have the patience. Things don't change overnight, and it's more about being consistent. 100%. So that pretty much sums it up. I think that um, I know that when we started talking about energy, we thought this would be a really great time to do it. And I think it's been, um, I mean, I know all these things because I do them, I teach them, I, I live them, but you fall into different habits when yeah. when you're busy. I mean, yeah. Kim, you've been crazy busy oh, yeah. right it's, now. It's really hard to, my thing is eating healthy when I'm busy because... I'm running. Who has time to go? Well, it's too easy not to. Well, and, you know, thankfully with the grocery deliveries now, I can, you know. You don't need to take the time to go out. Well, and I'm recognizing I'm not going to make myself a salad probably, so I'll buy a pre-made salad. It's not the best scenario when you think of the environment and that, but if that's what I need to do right now. It's better than a burger and fries. Right. Yeah. 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 No, no. So, So there are things, again, you can manage to... It's important that you set a routine, which is what you've kept. Kim's in the middle of getting her house ready to um, sell. Yeah. So she's managed to keep this routine. It's remarkable because, again, your life is turned upside down or, or from what you know it, <laughs> yeah, right? No, it is. And it's been constant for you, but you yeah. made an effort. I think it's just remarkable because Aww, it's well, no, but it's really hard to keep that. It's no, too, it's so no, easy and there's not to. believe me, there's days you just want to throw the hat in and sit in bed and watch movies and eat potato chips all day. And I probably had a day or two mm-hmm. of that. I'm human, fair enough. Like everyone else, everybody does. It. The key is not to beat yourself up over it. Just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah, keep going. So yeah, so that's. I hope that that was. Um, helpful. helpful. I really yeah. do. Cause there are lots of things that go into energy and how you feel, you know, on a daily basis. Well, and if you don't have energy, it no. really doesn't matter what you're trying to do. It likely won't be as successful as it could be. Exactly. You know, when exactly. I have no energy, I don't want to cook. If I don't want to cook, that means takeout. Absolutely. Which means I less just, nutritious food. And then you're off your, then I get heartburn and I can't and sleep. And yeah. No, it's <laughs> Just keeps going and going. <laughs> so uh, next week, actually, we just have one more part. We're hoping next week that yeah. we can get work out an interview uh, on yeah. meditation. So uh, with an actual certified meditation yeah, coach. Yeah, an expert. Yeah, yeah, an expert. Be more qualified to offer some tips on how to get started. And, and maybe how to keep going, right? Especially so if you have questions for that particular for, yeah, episode I, I, yeah and and like i said we, we are going to set it up we're just not quite sure if it'll be next week but we're and hoping we need to for, figure it out because she's not in halifax so we have to right figure that so, out too but if you have yeah if you have us. questions um by all means send them to us and again suggestions yeah feedback anything <laughs> as long as it's not Let negative us know you're out there <laughs> So thanks everyone. Have a great week. Stay stay safe. Stay safe. Stay safe. And And, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Have a great week.